Welcome, everybody, to our new podcast series on personal development. Today's program is on having a positive mindset. I'm Susan Bauer, and I'm really excited. I'm joined today by Debbie Bolton and Libby Como. Welcome, Libby and Debbie. Thank you. Welcome. Nice so, to be here. Yes, it's exciting to have you both with us. Um, so Libby and I, we're going to give you some practical tips and share how that three-letter word um, can be so powerful in shifting your thinking. And hint, the word is not yes, so we'll get to that. But first up, we want to hear from someone we all know walks into a room with a smile every day and believes your mindset really is key to having a happy life. So with that, um, Debbie, can you share your story, a story with us that exemplifies this? Oh, Susan, I would love to. Well, the story that was just very recent, as you all know, I'm such a believer in mindset because it truly is so much a part of the journey of life and where you are going. Anyways, just recently, actually it was eight weeks ago, Susan, I was, um, many of you know, I was in the delivery room um, with my son and daughter-in-law waiting for the arrival of our um, grandson. And of course, I was just there to be the coach and um, the doctor had just come in, the nurse was there and the doctor had said, you know, she's gonna be a little bit longer. Um, she's dilated, but the baby hasn't quite dropped yet. Anyways, to make a long story short, he, the doctor left the room and um, the nurse said, I'm just going to go out for a quick drink of water. Well, most, you know, as they were gone, of course, they hadn't even been gone 45 seconds. Natalia, my daughter-in-law, decided she was going to get up and the baby started to come. My son yelled, mom, I quickly jumped down and I literally caught the baby. Um, of course, so much was going on. I caught the baby. My husband, who had been out in the hallway, ran down, got the nurse and everybody. They all came running back. And of course, they're standing there like, what happened? They couldn't believe that they had just stepped out of the room and this baby came. And here I was holding the baby. But as many of you can imagine, I had to grab that baby so fast and so hard. And I was holding the baby. Um, of course, you know, nothing was ready. So we had to quickly get the bed ready and laid down and um, put the the baby and everything it was so beautiful but I had whispered to the doctor I said do you mind checking his shoulder because I am I wouldn't be surprised if I dislocated the shoulder because I grabbed him so so hard because I didn't want him to fall on the floor anyways um to make a long story short um everything was perfect and got the baby settled mom settled and I had gone home and um, this was 5 a.m and I laid down for a nap well, I woke up two hours later, and you would not believe what happened. All of a sudden, all of these negative thoughts came flowing through my mind, like, what if I would have dropped the baby? What if the baby would have gone on its head? What if I would have missed the baby? Um, all these thoughts were going through my head, and I am telling you, it was almost like I was having a panic attack. And I just like stopped myself and said, no, you will not go down. You are not letting your mind go down this road. And I told myself, no, you are going to start thinking about, think about the blessing of the, this baby. Think about and start thanking God that you were actually physically able to move that quick, first of all, and catch the baby. Be thankful that he was perfect. And I just kind of went on and on. And it was amazing by just within 20 seconds, Susan, shifting my mindset my day was totally different. 
by just deciding to take the positive um, thought process versus going down the negative thought process road. Wow. And that, yeah. Yeah, that, that is such an amazing story, Dr. Debbie. Uh, uh, and I think that everybody realizes uh, you do, you have that choice. You really, you can go down either the negative mm -hmm. road or the positive road and it makes such a difference. Okay, Libby, what do you, what, you know, listening to that story, what were you thinking about? Well, it's an amazing story, first of all, and I love that we call her Dr. Debbie because, you know, isn't actually Libby, I forgot to tell that story. They actually put that on the board, you know, after the babies <laughs> delivered, they did put that dog delivery delivered by Debbie. So, oh, can you believe that happened? Anyways, oh, go ahead, Libby. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And what a bond uh, you and your grandbaby mm -hmm. will have forever because of the way that he came into the world. And, and I, I, I love that you shared that you just thought afterwards that you couldn't go down that road of the what ifs and you just wouldn't allow yourself to stay there. So you changed your thinking. And I can um, think of a few times where I have been in a similar situation, not delivering a grandbaby, but when I lay in bed sometimes at night and have some time to reflect before going to sleep, and maybe I've had a difficult day or event or something just hasn't gone the way I had hoped it would. I go to all the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. You know, I could have handled it differently. I should have done something differently and would have done it if I had thought about it. And I also think of the times that I've been in yoga where my instructor has led us through a meditation and I, I love what she says, that we need to quiet the mind and just observe or witness our thoughts. And it seems like that's exactly what you did, Debbie. You quieted yourself down. You didn't let yourself go to a negative place. You just witnessed uh, those negative thoughts and just put them right out of your mind. So it's a wonderful thing when we can be aware, at least, of when those negative thoughts come into our minds and, and, and try to fix them or try to go to another place. You know, and, and Libby, and, um, and something that I know Debbie does is um, made me think of it when you talked about laying in bed at night with the coulda, woulda, shouldas. Um, I actually, I do a gratitude journal, and I learned this. It's, again, it's if you're thinking from a positive point of view, then that's what you're gonna sort of fall asleep to. So um, I think that makes a big difference just in kind of that stop. No, I'm not gonna think that. But um, let's then now let's move on to the book. So Libby, you and I both have read a book, um, and I think and Debbie has too. Actually, I think Debbie may have recommended this book by Carol Dweck on mindset. And um, she really talks about it from the point of view of, you know, that either positive or negative, and she puts them into two camps. But um, I know that you've said something that has always stuck with me about um, either thinking of things from either being disappointed or driving yourself forward. Yeah, I, I, I've... 
experienced, I guess is the word, I've experienced uh, disappointment myself and I've been through disappointment with others and it's uh, amazing to watch how disappointment can crush some people while that same disappointment will drive others forward and it seems to me it's all about the mindset. And that's, um, that's a big part of what she talks about. So. I want everybody that's, lis that's listening in right now to think about yourself or someone you know. And does that self-talk go something like this? Oh, I'm just not good at it. I don't really want to look like a failure. I, I feel a little threatened by other people's success. Hate to admit it, but I avoid challenges. And sometimes I can give up quickly. Yeah, Susan, I think we've all been in that place or heard someone share that. And so maybe another way to look at it is I want to challenge myself. Or if you succeed, I'm inspired. That is looking at others that succeed to inspire ourselves to do the same. Or maybe another way to, to say it is, I can always improve, or I just haven't learned it yet. And here's something to think about. Do you believe you are either talented or not? Do you avoid challenges or give up easily when the going gets tough? Or are you someone who embraces challenges and persists even when obstacles get in your way? Yep, and that, that's the, you know, two sides of your mind and one, you can shift in either direction. So without getting like uber technical, um, there were, there's really been a lot of research done on mindset and Carol Dweck goes into it um, in some detail in her book, but she breaks it down into two categories that make you understand it from um, just a, uh, anybody can understand it from their point of view. Um, so it really is, if you tend to give up easily, that's having what she calls a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is limiting. But if you embrace challenges, and even if you haven't developed the skills or talent in an area yet, you believe you can if you persist. So that's a growth mindset. And you, you know, if you want to look more into it, the name of the book is Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, and one of the things she covers, and it's kind of subtle in the book, but I thought it was so powerful, is a, this three-letter word that can really shift your thinking. Are you ready? The word is yet. Not yes, yet. So you want to, when you feel yourself kind of going down that negative road in your head, listen for your fixed mindset voice. And when you hear it, talk back with a growth mindset voice. So, and it, well, all you're going to do is add the word yet. So I can't do it yet. And you'll be surprised at how that simple thing can help shift your thinking. I love that word, Susan. It's, uh, it's magic because it really 
is something simple to just add to the end of the sentence that brings you to a growth mindset. And what I love about it is it allows for possibilities. It gets you in that place. So Y-E-T is magic. Yes, it is. And I think we can all think of examples, both in your personal life and in Norwex. So we're going to go through just a couple of examples. Um, one that comes to mind for me from a personal point of view is I had a friend who invited me to go to a spinning class at the gym. She And what she said is, you like to bike ride, right? And I was like, yeah, I love to bike ride. Oh, well, join me for a spinning class. It's just like going on a bike ride for an hour. Well, I wasn't in that great of shape. And I remember being in that class and within the first five minutes, I thought, I can't do this. I looked around the room and everybody was just up and they were climbing Mount Everest and I was just struggling and my everything felt like I was sweating and I just thought, I can't do this. And I thought, no, I just can't do it yet. I'm not as good as the people in this room. They've been doing it for a while and I stuck with it and I, I love spinning now. Libby, can you relate? Yeah, I can. Not to spinning, Susan, <laughs> but I can relate to Zumba, which is kind of on the same idea, except I remember the first time I tried a Zumba class, uh, there were several people in the class that had obviously been in the class for a while, and they knew all of the steps and knew when to go left and when to go right, and I was going right when everyone was going left and, and so on and so forth. I loved the music though. I enjoyed the movement and it brought a smile to my face. So even though I wasn't very good at it, I continued because I, I too didn't realize at the time that I was thinking the word yet. I now though use the word yet when I go to a Zumba class, uh, especially if I haven't been to Zumba in a while, there's typically new music and new moves. And again, I'm going left when they're going right. But I, I'm in a place now that I can just say, okay, you'll get it, you'll get it. You just haven't got it yet. So I, I understand with the spinning. Yeah, and, and I think that if you think about your kids too, um, you can come up with a lot of examples. I'm sure if you're sitting here listening or thinking, um, you know, one kid can really have a growth mindset and another a fixed mindset. Uh, my daughter, for her, she um, she just she didn't want to learn things, or she, I think she didn't feel like she could. So, like tying shoes, it was just this agony where I wanted to step in and do it for her, but she just hadn't learned it yet. And now she is; she's in her twenties, and she's definitely tying her shoes. And actually, she's married, so it's it's all good. But you want to um, help, you know, help people to learn the skills because that's something they can do. So in business, when it comes to your Norwex business or it comes to working with your team, I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. So instead of thinking, I'm not good at booking parties, try thinking, I'm not good at booking parties yet. Another one, it's too hard to ask people to join me. Instead of saying that, try thinking, she just isn't interested now. It's that she hasn't discovered it yet. 
Libby, are there other examples you can think of? Yeah, they're, they're kind of on the same vein, Susan. Um, one of them is uh, you probably heard or maybe felt this way, uh, those of you who are listening, instead of I'm no good at leading a team, it can simply be I don't know how to lead a team yet. And certainly know that other people know how and you can just learn from them. Or perhaps you've said this or heard someone on your team say, I can't offer someone the business opportunity. I don't know what I'm doing. And we simply add yet. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Or you could say to them, you don't know what you're doing yet. I'm here to support you in the meantime. Another thing that comes to mind is um, I heard an interview with Russell Westbrook, who is the MVP of the NBA for this past season. And his growth mindset words are, why not? In fact, he has a foundation called Why Not that empowers children. And he had a t-shirt on that said, why not? And I just love that. So maybe the next time you hear yourself in a fixed mindset, ask yourself, well, why not? So if you say, I can't be a leader, then just add, why not? Or yet. Or I can't book parties, well, why not? Or yet. And then this is my favorite. I won't be able to earn that incentive trip. Well, why not? In other words, why not me? I love that, Libby. That's, that's so great. And those two simple things um, can really shift and take you from that negative fixed place to a growth place. And also in helping other people, because think about when you first started um, with Norwex, and maybe you're fairly new. So for you, it's, <clears throat> it's really, I don't, you know, I haven't mastered something yet. But if you're bringing people into this business, often they, they don't have a skill set um, in direct sales. So that's where helping them to see they just haven't learned these things yet, and you're there for them. So it's time to apply your growth mindset, all of you out there. So I want you to think about what would you like to do, but you haven't because you were afraid you weren't, and fill in the blanks, good enough, talented, capable. What would that be? What have you held back from? Maybe it is earning a trip. Maybe it's, um, you know, doing something else in, um, in the business, or maybe it's something in your life. You know, I, you know, I've been afraid to, uh, you know, be a skier, or been afraid to um, take Zumba, or whatever it is. How could you apply a growth mindset to face your fears and do it using why not or yet? So think about that, and and. Really, you know, take a go. See if, if you can um, do something that you really feel like you'd love to do. You've just been afraid to take that step. And Libby, yeah, and I, I love our words, Susan. You know, yet uh, is a three-letter word. Why is a three-letter word? And not is a three-letter word. So those three three-letter words are just perfect for uh, helping you with your growth mindset. 
And there are really three things uh, to do to instill growth mindset in yourself and in those around you. And the first is to simply recognize that a growth mindset is not only beneficial, but it also is supported by science. As Susan said, we didn't get into the details of it, uh, but it is supported by science if you do decide to pick up that book and take a look at it. Uh, another is to learn and teach others about how to develop abilities. Help them get to the yet or help them see the why not me uh, so that they can stay in a growth mindset. Imagine if all of the people around you are in the growth mindsets. Boy, it makes for a happier day. And then the last one is to, uh, for all of us to be aware and listen for that fixed mindset voice that sneaks itself in there. And when we hear it, we've got to talk back to it with a growth mindset voice. So if we hear ourselves saying, I can't do that, just add yet, or why not? Either way, and those are three great ways to help you stay in a growth mindset. Yes, Libby, and, and that is so true. Um, just listening for your, for your fixed mindset voice and talking back to it, you know. And so what I always love to do is leave our podcast with an action step. And I'm going to say for everyone listening, for the next 24 hours or 48 hours, really be conscious for yourself, for your family, you know, for teammates, if you're doing a party. You know, you might, you know, you might hear it also from guests or hosts and listen for the fixed mindset voice, you know, either that you're saying to yourself or someone else and help to redirect that conversation or your own self-talk with a growth mindset and see what a difference it will make. So thanks everyone for tuning in and until next time.